Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates, Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer, and of course, July. July is a big month for a lot of people. They pump the brakes and they say, no bevies for me. But that's not what Heaps Normal want you to do. They just want you to do your best. Get to heapsnormal.com. You can chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. And also, if you can tell them in 50 words or less about a time when you just did your best, you'll win a Heaps Normal jet ski, 1995 C-Do SPX 1000 and $3,327 cold hard cash. So get to heapsnormal.com and bloody do your best. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gold Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the Where the fuck is this crash talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and unfortunately... I'm by myself in the intro this week. Heggy, of course, is in the main episode, which will be the live episode we just recorded in Hobart this past uh, Friday. Thank you to everyone that came out to the live shows in Hobart and Launceston. They were fucking so much fun. We had an absolute ripping time and we really appreciate it. If you want to see any more live shows coming up, we've got a couple more. Get over to midflightbrawl.com. We've got one in Brisbane, September 10th, one day short, Heggy said, but September 10th, Good Chat Comedy Club, tickets are like three quarters sold out already, so get in there before the rest of those go. And then October 29th, we are at Grapes of Mirth, the festival, Sepplesfield Estate in the Barossa Valley there, beautiful South Australia, doing a live mid-flight brawl and stand-up. Grapes of Mirth, the festival, October 29th. We are on there. The festival itself is that whole weekend, October 29th and October 30. We got a call uh, just this past weekend when we are in Hobart walking around from uh, Merrick Watts, who we know listens to the pod. He'll probably give you another call as soon as he hears this. Comedy Victoria Cross recipient, constant ghillie suit wearer, SAS Australian champion, Merrick Watts puts on an awesome time. If you've ever been to the Grapes and Mirth shows, held at wineries all around Australia, Heaps of booze, heaps of food, comedy, music, 
get amongst it. But the festival is going to be the biggest one yet. So get to midflightbrawl.com for tickets to see us there and check out Grapes of Mirth, the festival. But uh, the reason I am solo in the intro this week, and I'm not going to be harsh towards my good friend Luke Heggie, he's currently on a plane heading back to his spiritual homeland. Bye. Heggie's heading over there, I assume, to wear a black turtleneck, punch cigarettes and just eat big old baguettes. That's what he's doing with himself for the next month, pretending he's anything but a Queenslander. He'll be over there in Paris, I'll assume, just still rocking a Queensland jersey, telling everyone that they had their backs to the wall, but they got it done in Game 3. But he did leave me this beautiful message from the airport, and you can hear it now. Bonjour Nicolas, j'ai Cody. Dans un peu de temps, euh, j'ai pas à Paris. Dans un mois, tu pètes dans un bocal du Bénis, mon ami. Ciao. Oh, beautiful words there from my good mate Luke Heggie. Notice there was a Nicholas G. Cody at the start, mon ami at the end, which I believe means my friend. The rest of it, absolutely no fucking idea what he's on about. I stopped a few lessons in on the old Duolingo, one of the things I wanted to do in lockdown. Learn fuck all. So if anybody knows what Heggie has said there, beautiful words, I assume. I assume it was all positive. You know our good mate, Luke Heggie, your mate. Your mate. Just full of positivity. He's bloody... Just bring, he's a ray of sunshine. He's taking that ray of sunshine over to France for the next month. Of course, the pods will be coming out as usual. But right now he's on a flight, so he couldn't join me for the intro. Enjoy the episode. This one, of course, recorded live at the Hellenic Club. In Hobart. And again, if you want to see any of the live shows coming up, midflightbrawl.com for tickets. We've also got a special treat uh, for people that aren't with us on Patreon over at patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. We've got a free episode of our Land Larrikins that's coming out tomorrow. But uh, Land Larrikins, it's our spin-off pod on Midflight Brawl. It's all about the grubs on the ground. And um, we're giving you a for free. If you don't support us over at patreon.com slash midflightbrawl like all of those heroes, don't worry, you're getting a free episode. But as we know, nothing is really for free. And the episode, while you do get to listen for free, it is packed with uh, messages from our supporters over at patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. And feel free to hop in, support us here at MFB HQ, and you can jump in with some of these brutal messages next time, like this one from Liam Murphy. Hear ye, hear ye, you bunch of freeloading fuckfaces that look like you smell. Like it did for me, I hope this onslaught of bullying inspires you to see the light and commit to the church of Holy Heggy and Latter-day Larrikins. Help this cult, oh, I mean spiritual movement, reach the enlightened 1,000 member mark so we can get our great leader all hopped up on NRG juices to board a fisticuff-fueled Jetstar flight to the holy land of Bintangs and Bogan tourism. Thanks, Liam, and everyone right now, enjoy the episode recorded at the Hellenic Club in Hobart. Cheers. Hobart, how we doing? Fuck yeah, welcome to Midflight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Hegan. You might have heard our mate Pete Broadway doing the uh, opening music. Pretty good, huh? Anyone... (laughs) Here for that. Excellent. What did you refer to it as at the out the back, his set list? What? I don't know. Just stuff I'd asked him to do. Mm. 
There was a certain type of crime associated with these playlists. Oh, okay, yeah. It was a bit. Of, it was a bit R. Kelly, MJ based. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks very much, everyone, for coming out in Tasmania. It's nice to be back here. Can't see a thing. Don't know if there's anyone here. This is a <laughs> yeah very big venue. Um, about time too. Yeah, I'm about 15 years into comedy. And I just thought if we could get a Friday Arvo gig before a Greek wedding, this would be fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's finally happened. <laughs> uh, we, um, oh, mate, big week this week. Obviously. Oh, massive gonna, week. We'll get into the episode very soon. But um, big this week this week, actually. I was, I was at home screaming at the Fafalcon on Wednesday. The one Lottie. place you don't want a Queenslander is with his back to the wall. Couldn't be further away from your banana bending state, but here we are. Down in Tansy talking about rugby league. Wow. <laughs> You'll love it here, don't you? You'll talk about league all the time. Um, yeah, Honestly, wing- it's like having oysters in fucking Alice Springs. It's too far. Too far from where it's meant to happen. Darn it. I ordered oysters in Cooper Pedy once. <laughs> yeah. I'm still here. Fine. You think that's what they're mining for there? You dig deep enough, <laughs> find anything. But, yeah, big, uh, big week for you, mate, obviously. Queensland. Got the big win, yeah. For me personally, but it was a big day. The, the backs against the wall. You were down. Uh, you were down in Melbourne doing some shows, mm. and uh, Daniel Connell, our mate, filthy was, little cockroach, good bloke, yeah. but fucking cocky. From New South Wales, and Heggy, being the great guest that he is, just took over the lounge room, screaming at full volume yeah. while his young child tried to sleep. He couldn't sleep at all through that. <laughs> be surprised. Admittedly, his baby did keep me up a little. The night before, so swings and roundabouts, isn't it? I don't, I, I don't understand why you do it to yourself. Your well, kids are growing up now; they're like mm. fourteen and twelve. You got through it, yet you go on the road and will sleep at a house with a fucking baby in it. Oh, okay. So you just wipe off all your friends who've got children younger than yours. Is that how you do it? That's what I did. See, See I, pre pre kids, you'd offer, "Hey, Cody, you want to sleep at my house?" I'm like, damn man, there's kids in there. Yeah, okay. yuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to sleep. <clears throat> Don't need to ever go to your house ever again, then, do I? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Bloody good looks- to be down here, though. My dad's down here. Joffa is out in the crowd here Did somewhere he make- tonight. You reckon he is? Because he was asleep when we left the hotel. Fuck. He might. He might still be asleep. We're yeah. staying at the beautiful Black Buffalo Hotel, where. <laughs> I don't know. If I can't hear a fucking more chili machine as I drift off, I don't. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Pete just pillaged the more chili before we got here. So, you know, that's gone. That dream's over. Coming down here, it's stealing empty. from the locals. <laughs> yeah, if I can't get a steak and play more chili within three feet of my bed, I don't stay there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my, my dad's flown down. He said he hadn't been to Hobart since 1995. Um, used to work in IT. He was training the federal police on this computer program, like a nerd. And um, yes, look at me now. Look at his cool son <laughs> doing cool <laughs> non-nerdy shit. And um, <laughs> he, before he left, my mum, uh, I went over to their place yesterday. And mum said, "I've put something in his bag." And I opened up his bag, and it was a, a gla- it was a Gladlock bag, snap that lock. She, a Snaplock bag. That she'd filled with powder, yeah, and just wrote, "This is Heggy's, not mine." On it, yeah. <laughs> she goes, "Won't that be fun for Dad when he tries to go to the airport?" 
Mum hasn't flown since 9-11. They're not fucking around at the airport now, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, we, we should kick on. It's a pretty big episode. Well, you're, you were a little bit slow to start today because you got caught with one of Tasmania's own. Well, not Hobart, but he lives in Launceston now. Yeah. Last night in Melbourne, Chris the Bloke Franklin. TM. TM, yeah. Um, I saw the bloke TM last night at the Exford in Melbourne. Honestly, I've never seen him outside the Exford in Melbourne. Mm. I don't know that he does live in Launceston because he's always at the fucking Exford <laughs> in Melbourne. And he's, yeah, the Exford, if you don't, is a dive bar in the Melbourne CBD. There's some of the grimmest comedy shows you'll ever see is at the Exford Hotel during Melbourne Comedy Festival. Take it fucking easy, man. I do no, something. No. Hey, there's some ripper shows, but like the late night bear pit oh, right. yeah, show yeah. is a yeah. nightmare. I went in 2008, I believe, 2008, 2009, before the show on a Sunday night, the late night show at 11 p.m., um, somebody stabbed a security guard. Mm-hmm. Then the security guards yelled out, lock the fucking doors. And there were just patrons in there waiting to watch a comedy show. They locked the doors, yelled to the bartender, don't call the cops for five minutes. Then they just kicked the fuck out of the bloke. Yeah. <laughs> Then call the cops, there's blood all over the floor and there was uh, like the church-style windows. Yeah. What are they called? Stained glass windows behind us and as the show's on, just cop lights coming through. Great. Beautiful. It's a beautiful venue. The good old days. Chris Franklin once, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the pod before, I saw behind the bar at the Exford and had his tab during the comedy festival and it, had, it was something like 36 VBs on a tab, 12 Jack and Cokes and seven pizzas which just, I didn't even know you were legally allowed to have food in that place, let alone they cooked it there. That's, but he's, that's rock, he's had seven of them. That's a weekend for him. <laughs> Fine. Last night I went there and he had, you know, the buckets behind the bar with the ice. He had two six-packs in that. He's just leaning over the bar and grabbing them. What, he's on? Yeah. He brings them to the pub. I think he gets them from the bottle shop, but, yeah, pretty much. He's royalty there. He's got a fucking skeleton key. <laughs> he, can, he can go anywhere in the whole joint, whatever. He's got one. He's the only bloke I've ever heard brag about how little amount of emphysema he has. Yeah. It's like, it's only 5% in one lung. Who gives a fuck? He can still get up, his, up the stairs to the room. He, he rang me today. I ghosted him last night. I just had to leave. We are playing pool and I just ran off. <laughs> before, not before the end of the game? Oh, it wasn't finished. I put the stick down. He went to have a dart. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> so he rang me today with some abuse. But uh, <laughs> he's not here, is he? So fuck him. <laughs> um, he's got a long memory though He could bash me And might do so Which is quite incredible Considering how much he drinks oh, That he can remember you Yeah Alright Anything <laughs> Remember yesterday It's quite a feat Well he's yours now He's your fucking problem now In this state <laughs> So Anyway We should get in mate Let's do it um, Today We've got a pretty pretty special episode um, No real I was looking at Tasmanian lunatics Not a lot in the air some on the ground. Some record breakers on the ground. <laughs> Not any true land larrikins. Yeah. Um, they do tend to stay on the ground. But in, uh, like, there's no fights, but there are a few notable air incidents. March 10, 1946. What? If you're going back that far. Sorry, mate. I didn't warn you about This was a Sunday. No less. And uh, the back Lord's then, yeah. even more so than now, on the Lord's Day of Rest, not a great day to be flying a Douglas DC-3 from Hobart is, to Melbourne. Is there ever a good day nah. to be on an aircraft called Douglas? <laughs> <laughs> Took off as per normal. Um, the, uh, like a day like any other, obviously didn't make it. The, um, oh, no. 
the autopilot was immediately engaged after takeoff while the gyroscope, you know the gyroscope, that thing that, yeah. that, was, um, that was still caged. What? It's supposed to just be free fall. Like, so you can see the you know, horizon, they fucked that up. <laughs> anyway, bing, bang, They boom. locked up the gyroscope. It, was, it stays locked on, on, like on the ground when you yeah. parked and then you unlock it and first thing, just you, do, first it thing you do. Yeah, just leave it unlocked, I reckon. You'd think so. Um, two minutes after takeoff, ploughed into the sea. Australia's worst civil aviation accident. 25 Australians crossed the Rainbow Bridge that day. Like a comet blazing across the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Votes are in, mate. Play the whole thing. I don't think the votes are in. I think we need an actual poll. Um, cop this, though. A lot of the bodies, when they were, when they were recovered, they were nude. So make of that what your tiny minds will. But as it happens, when there's a big impact, it can knock your clothes clean off. So <laughs> among other effects, obviously. But what do you reckon it was a plane of people doing what everyone says? Man, if I'm on a plane going down, I'll just fucking root someone next to me. <laughs> <laughs> you think they went for it? I don't, I don't think you can. No. <laughs> it's like going to the acre and trying to have a root on the Gravitron. If a, um, if a fucking neighbourhood dog barks, I'll lose an erection. I don't know how you're yeah. fucking as the plane's ploughing into the ocean. <laughs> Some people. In There's fact, rooters and thinkers. I yeah. think two categories. Well, you can do one more than the other, but you're in one of those two camps. Absolutely. That's why there's so many people to fix my toilet. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, Bevan's root heaps, man. This has got no worries. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> and there's just, you know, they procreate very well. And there's heaps of people out there that can fix my fucking toilet. Otherwise, if everyone's thinking, they're going, I'm not fixing this guy's toilet. Go fuck yourself. But then and when he does so fix- many, then yeah. whatever. When he does fix the toilet, when grinding. he leaves, do you say this to him? Good on you, Jaden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an ad campaign here in Tassie. Good on you, Jaden. Um, J-A-Y-D-N, I believe. Yeah. Jaden what? Yeah. J-A-Y-D-N. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, was that in the subtitles or she just said it? No, was that, was it? The, on the, that was on the, the tile at the end. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> um, do you remember when Staple Queensland uh, dickhead Gable Toasty was found in his car crash last year, nude? No. <laughs> Do you don't remember Gable that? To- everyone knows Gable Toasty. Yeah, for oh, the, the uninitiated. Gable. Gable is the name of my toasted sandwich maker. I wrote Gable on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you don't know, went on a date, locked a woman out on the balcony, she fell off. Not guilty. It's not. That's not the funny part. The funny part's. Um, well, he did, he didn't opt for the look. I just hit the tree so hard, and my clothes came off. He was actually just driving around nude. Oh, fuck. Maggot. Um, anyway, <laughs> nude in the car. He's missed the trick there. Yeah, that's a that's a look. Um, also, there was a there was a mutilated bird found nearby this crash. So maybe the culprit who smashed the windscreen. And on top of that, the pilot, Captain Thomas Spence, never told anyone he was a diabetic. He was discharged, discharged from the RAF when in Canada. For, he was medically unfit, but he said it was nothing and he's cured. Give me a job. Hold um, on. This is, the, this is the pilot in 1946? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Straight in. He's, um, another time, he's in hospital in Brisbane once and he said he had the flu and a carbuncle. That's it. I'm not sick. Don't worry about it. He's actually in a diabetic pre-coma. Fucking liar. <laughs> Which... 
Like, I don't reckon you find this concept anymore. If anything, people are lying to get out of work more than they're lying to get into work. Thank you, lazy turds. All my toes um, fell off. I got the sniffles. Yeah. <laughs> The inquiry said he may have just flat out collapsed just before the crash, making this, in some people's eyes, a bloody big old murder-suicide. But uh, well, a good time a- to remind you all that a week from now, Krispy Kreme does open here in Tassie. Does it really? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. There'll be a lot more real estate in the fucking overhead lockers coming this way, then, <laughs> won't there? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, afterwards, automatic pilot was made to be far more distinct from pilot mode when flying, so every cloud. <laughs> um, either way, makes you think, doesn't it? Good thing, this, this airline was ANA. It didn't continue operating past the early 1950s and into the jet era because their body count was fucking massive. Anyway, they overshot... Surely that's when you back yourself, though. When they make yeah, jets. Fuck, we've got actual planes now. We'll be right. I don't know. I don't think they know what they're doing. They overshot Essendon Airport, killing 18 in 1938. Lives weren't quite as important then, though, so whatever. Get, Sorry, wait. I won't. Please. Like a nah. Okay. Full thing. Nah. We haven't got time, mate. Just do a little one. Tapes. You haven't even started yet. You write um, less. There's time. Okay. <laughs> The, the ones I'm going to talk about from now on, no one died. Oh, spoilers. Fuck they got la- lost and crashed into Mount Massenden. Massenden. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Two new angels, both from the cockpit, but must have had seatbelts on. All the passengers were thrown clear. Um, but the pilots died. That's back when men were meant. No. Oh. Well, Any- yeah, but no. Like <laughs> 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 Like all, all the passengers survived, which is usually the other way. Yeah. Around. Like they must have been wearing seatbelts, got thrown clear. That's back when, you know, back when men were men, you just sort of say, don't tell me what to do. Like, especially if it's my own safety. Yeah. This is back when men used to occasionally let their wives drive, do some four wheel driving so they could sit on the roof and smoke a dart. Like that. <laughs> that's what I view. I think my fa- I found a story from like early 1900s a bloke in Perth hopped on a flight. I think I spoke about it in an earlier episode. Hopped on a flight, the plane crashed. Mm. He survived, died later that day in a second plane crash. Oh. <laughs> Never get back on the bike. <laughs> Just thumb out. Where are you going? Back to Perth Airport. Try again. Yeah. <laughs> Gives a lift. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, another Australian National Airlines um, flight ran out of fuel on their way to Perth and crashed. That is a long way. Um, need a fair bit of fuel. It's... Um, you know what flourished straight after? A&A finished because they just yeah. had too many fucking crashes. You know what airline came about? I don't know if you people remember TAA. Remember TAA? No. What's TAA? Wonder Woman's least favourite airline. Does anyone know? No? Okay. <laughs> What's TAA? TAA was an airline when I was a kid. It's the first plane I ever went in. I went in TAA to go up for just a few hours to see Hayley's Comet. Just <sighs> Brisbane to Brisbane. There you go. <laughs> Did you see it? Not really. <laughs> But it had some cool food. Um, Hold on. So you flew on a plane to watch a comet that you could have seen from the ground. Yeah, but it was just a photo. It's like an echo. It's just a yeah. ride. You know, it's like going on a flight to watch a rainbow. Yeah. You're so right here. How else are you going to see what's at the end? <laughs> you can't run there. Grow up. 
Um, anyway, just a bit of modern history there. Nothing to learn. Not a trick, is it, knowledge? But this... Would you do one of those... Because Qantas do those now. They... I don't know if anyone here has ever been on that. There's a flight that goes Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not but since just, Erebus. Huh? I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Not since the uh, New Zealand one just ploughed into Erebus. Yeah. What happened there? Looked, what do you mean? That Mount Erebus crash. Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> just <laughs> Turned out it, it was a conical shaped cloud and they just went through it and they came home. They're all right. They're all good. We haven't even started. So this is honestly just then. It's like when I swear, but I don't realise my three-year-old's behind me. Yeah, yeah, fucking piece of shit. That the oven or something. He goes, "Daddy, what did you say?" Nothing. Nothing, mate. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to see here. But there is this episode today. We're doing a special on a a very special airline that's uh, quite close to everyone's hearts. I think is Wizz Airlines. Nobody beats me because I'm the Wizz. Yes, I'm the Wizz. So that's not the airlines ad. That's for a. That's like for a captain snooze of New Jersey. Mm. The whiz. Over Love at the end. They have a laugh track and an ad. Anyway. <laughs> um, over at Aero Inside, an informative site cataloging airtime airline safety shoot um, incidents. Whiz has a fucking busy page. Amazingly, no fatalities. Not one. Oh. Um, won't be far off, I wouldn't think. But they cancel a lot of flights, which is the safest way to fly. I just don't. Don't go anywhere. Um, and it, over at Wiz, it's one of those ones you've got to check in online, so they just break the website regularly. And when you get to the airport and try to check in there, they go, oh, it'd be 70 pounds, thanks. They, they so was a little Tiger Airways that get you like that? Yeah, pretty much. Did you print so a boarding pass? In. No, $50. Fuck, I could yeah. have had 50 flights. Yeah. They've got to earn a buck somehow. That's how they get you. There's no such thing as a bargain. Um <laughs> Also, cancel a lot of flights at the last minute. It was just they're not Robin's Crusoe there. But by text message and offer 120% flight credits, which they don't honour. Um, <laughs> and if you ring up to try to get your money back, it'll cost you €1.50 per minute oh. while you're on hold trying to get your money back. So if you've got to turn over the egg timer while you're doing that. Um, I headed over to TripAdvisor, obviously, to uh, see what Joe Public thought of Wiz. Pretty wild ride. Um, some people are surprised they don't charge to use the fucking toilet in, in their words, but that'd, they, be a, that'd be a slippery slope, I reckon, literally. I should charge you to use the toilet because over in my beautiful room at the Black Buffalo Hotel, we're doing some work this hour. I had headphones on and I go, what was that in the corner of my eye? I look over and Heggy's run out of my bathroom laughing. And I went, <laughs> well, that's only bad news in there. And I was correct. Uh. <laughs> Should have charged your buck. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I was about to go back to my room and relax. I'm going to do it there. It's disgusting. Um, so quite a large it's, portion. It's two doors down. There's shit in my toilet. So quite and, a large portion. Oh, sorry. What? If you leave skid marks and they're below the waterline, mm. you won't deal with it. you talking to me personally or like everyone? <laughs> You personally. Well, if anything, you should get rewarded. <laughs> Why? For the tar that you're eating? Victimless. Vict- no, it's, it's not victimless. It's just below the waterline. Who cares? <laughs> What's, what do you mean? It's locked up under there. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> different, different strokes, isn't it? So, <laughs> quite a few of the 20,000 TripAdvisor reviews for Wiz Air state if there were a zero-star option, I'd do that. That's the great. That's the standard worst experience of my entire life. It's quite a common mantra. That's always irked me my whole entire life. Mm. It's like fucking six a.m. in the morning, and you know I'm so upset right now. Like the sepo say that sort of shit. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, you want to hear some reviews? Fucking oath. Fifty percent of passengers without masks. Flight tr- flight crew threatened to have me oh, arrested. Right. But that also means fifty percent of passengers. With masks. Well, this guy's a glass half empty kind of. Yeah, I know. Dude, I could, I could Real tell, pessimist. To tell by his tone. Flight crew threatened to have me arrested upon arrival when I complained. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's, I actually, I'd love a bit more of that. Yeah. The customer's always wrong. Oh. Shut up, sit down, we might dream. get there. Yeah. If you've ever served anyone, yeah. it's the dream. Mm. Get stuck in. Um, Eleanor said she got quoted a £25 penalty for exceeding the hand luggage limit. She went to the, to the counter to pay. The whiz bloke said, this is bullshit. It's £30. You have to pay it. <laughs> Eleanor asked for a, for a reason and he turned to his colleague and said, fucking hell. And then turned back to her and said, you have to pay this or stay here. I don't care. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like whiz. Yeah. So far, pretty good. You might turn. <laughs> a recent review from Dylan who went to Greece, so I've never warmed up to a Dylan, went to Greece, says, on the way there, the service was subpar and had to wait multiple hours. On the way back, my boy's flight was cancelled and he has to get he had to get a last-minute booking with a better airline to get back to the UK for his A-level final exams. Hold on, he left his son. No, he's with his son in Corfu. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Obviously at a study camp for kids who are about <laughs> to sit their final exams in year yeah. 12. <laughs> Go off with your estranged dad and have a fucking holiday in Corfu the week before that. And then get back and do your year 12 exams. And it's Wiz's fault somehow. Jesus. Your kid's going to be a dead shit. I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I remember one, uh, before my year 12 exams, they gave us a couple of weeks before you finished school before, and then the exam started. 2004, my mate was playing FIFA and uh, he'd gotten, he was playing in the World Cup as Australia on the hardest difficulty and he got Australia through the road to the World Cup into the qualifiers, into the World Cup, into the final. This is while he was meant to be studying for his year 12 exams. Then he lost a penalty shootout and broke his Xbox with the controller. Then he went on to burn a hole in his esophagus from smoking too much ice. Right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what that makes you do. <laughs> so... <clears throat> <laughs> yes. Is he is he still your mate or no, is he your mate? <laughs> um, <laughs> the the CEO of Wiz, Joseph Varadi's dad was part of the 1956 Hungarian Revolution. Great. Went to jail. By that I mean he's just probably killed and buried. Um, <laughs> no, he got out in time to sire Joseph, thank goodness. Joseph was head of struggling Hungarian state-owned airline Malev. Uh, got removed from there in 2003. But he had learned a bit there about ripping people off, so he started his own airline, Wiz. Um, Wiz, in Hungarian, translates to Wiz. Um, <laughs> Joseph, he's, uh, he's married a... think, doesn't it? He married a Hungarian sprint canoeing silver medalist from the 2004 Olympic Games. Sick. Kinga Botta is her name. Kinga Botta. 
be a giver first is her motto over on Instagram. Oh, great. Um, a lot of rich people listen to their biographies, very, very fucking generous, yeah. egalitarians. Um, recently, Joseph made the news saying that the star... Be a, yeah, be a, give a bit of money to my husband and then not let him fly you anywhere. Yeah, that's a... That's good. I love that. I love that. Alan Joyce too, he's having a whinge at the minute. Oh, he's a giver. He's, yeah, he gives a lot to the community. Well, his house is an egg receptacle this week. We saw that. That was, that was all right. I definitely, I'm, I don't know if it's you or not. We can never know. No. But I, if it turned out it was, wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd put my hand up. Pretty good. Um, Joseph said recently the staff should push through fatigue and just go to work. That's the spirit. I know. Cancelling flights comes at a huge cost. He'd had enough of his minimum wage pilots and crew pulling sickies because they're tired. <laughs> We're all tired, he said. Yeah. I still go to work. Um, if your dad's been a part of a revolution, you think you wouldn't bust the balls of minimum wage workers? Yeah, different, different time, isn't it? But, not by much. Oh, pretty much. Once a generation. Yeah, it's a money thing. Once you've got money, you completely change your fucking tune. <laughs> Whatever. It's what happens. <laughs> So quite a lot of staff shortages everywhere. I don't know if you people are flying lately, but Jesus Christ, not just hungry. No people to regulate who's in the priority boarding lane from what I've seen. I can tell from their phone. I don't look like I should be either, but I've, I can tell from the colour of their boarding passes. They're not supposed to be there. Straight through. No one gives a fuck. No one's checking. Class warfare. No. Um, I wait a really long time and then go into priority boarding. You know who's – You get a rock star. It's like you feel like an NBA player. But I have my hand out, but no one high fives me as I run down the yeah. lane. People hate success in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Scale the rest of my coffee. Do a big LeBron James. You know what Blow you don't see? To everyone. Hop on the plane. You know when you see a fraud in the priority lane, Krispy Kremes. No oh, way. Yeah. A priority boarder has got a dozen fucking donuts. Yeah. Nobody flies that much and brings donuts. It's true. Um, Wiz, cancelling flights all over the place, not compensating families. We've got to think of the children and the families. <laughs> Always family values in situations like this. Chuck the word family into any news story. You've got yourself a, you know, it's a current affairs show, isn't it, news light. Um, what does this mean for families at the checkout? That sort of thing. Um, <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> anyway, a few, few news incidents, few incidents on Wiz. They can't turn a trick on Wiz recently. Just last week, a light airplane went off the runway in Cardiff. So they shut the joint for an hour while some Indiana Jones shit got sorted out. In the, in the meantime, a Wiz plane's coming in and uh, from Corfu, couldn't come in, had to get diverted to Bristol. And they tried, to, they tried to land in Cardiff, got told to go away, circle for a bit. And then the pilot said to everyone, cop this, uh, we're trying to land, we'll have to go somewhere else. We've only got about 10 minutes of fuel left. Oh, that's not how fuel's measured. 
Imagine saying that in the tannoy, though. Did you tell everyone that? <laughs> Ten minutes good. left? Yeah. That's a minimum wage pilot. Um, so they went and landed at Bristol. It's only 40 miles away, so they're fine to get there in 10 minutes. But then they've got to punch it. Yeah, yeah but get, yeah, that, that would annoy me more. It's the to- using time as a measurement for fuel. Mm. How fast are we going? Is there a headwind? Yeah. You know, are we going to have to circle there? A lot of questions. I wouldn't tell them anything if I was yeah. flying that. Like, yeah. you know, you're not going to tell them in leaders or whatever. Um, the crew kept bullshitting everyone while they were on the ground, saying, look, we're getting more fuel and uh, we're going to go. We'll be leaving in half an hour. We're leaving in a few minutes, etc. cetera. Uh, no, you can't have any food. No water either. Shut up. This is what it escalated to. Pass a hat around. This went on for Get three hours. Can. Three hours. They were sitting on the tarmac waiting to go. In, in Bristol? Bristol? Yeah. And um, then they said, look, we're at the back of the queue because we turned up unannounced. And then they said, actually, get off. Make your own way home. <laughs> it's only 40 miles. So as soon as I touched down in Bristol, I'd be off. After that 10-minute shit, oh. nah, I get my bag, I'm fucking leaving. No way. Um, the plane full of angry taffies were in the airport being told that transport was being arranged to Cardiff. But it wasn't. Mm. Who's still believing them at that oh, point? <laughs> yeah. uh, they fucked me over eight times today, but, you know, ninth time lucky. Here we go. Where's one, my bus? Uh, one dude said he got a 270-pound taxi. It's about 475 bucks Australian. Wiz said, not our fault, was it? Asked the turd who ran his plane off the runway in Cardiff. <laughs> Pretty good. One time. I'm, ama- I'm amazed that they stopped for that little light airplane. Those little light aircraft, you just get a bloke at the front, bloke at the back, lift it up, put it in a paddock, let the proper planes in. They're big, on, they're big on procedure. Oh. You can't just have a bloke in a you know, Harrison Ford over at the side on the grass while you're landing a plane. <laughs> Why? Let it, no. Not their fault. Well, yeah, okay. We should run airports. <laughs> uh, in 2021, a water truck drove into a plane, a whiz plane. No biggie. But they made a big deal out of it. Um, <laughs> This stuff all happened in the last two years, right? There was quite a lot. Oh, you need the ding here. Oh, of, hold on. This is what happened to whiz planes. Yep. Bird strikes. Near collisions. A runway excursion. Sounds fun, but it's just popping a wheel off and getting bogged in the grass. Um, <laughs> nose gear doors not shutting after takeoff. Oh, no. Retracting flaps by mistake on final approach. Getting That's clear what she to said. land. Oh. Getting cleared to land on an occupied runway. None of it resulting in catastrophe. Not, not one. <laughs> Sucked in. Sucked in. <laughs> it is a matter of time, though. But um, a whiz plane was also struck by lightning in Albania. And planes can handle that, but this was a big one, so they returned safely. In fact, whiz, Ryanair and EasyJet cop this. Great safety record. No fatalities on any of them. They're all wow. due. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a three-way crash in the air <laughs> soon, in fact. Um, anyway, if you cast your mind back, buddy, to 15 September 2017. Oh, hold on. Oh, I've got to make up my mind here. Uh, Keflavik, Iceland to Roklaw, Poland. Straight after takeoff, a passenger has had an e-cigarette. And this is this is when vaping was in its infancy. Still is really. I get, it's going to be a fucking big body count from vaping. Oh, but yeah. So, I don't know if you're I've a had a few vapes recently. I just saw a thing on ABC today using the phrase "popcorn lung." You go, well, that 
that's not good. Unless my breath smells like hot butter. That'd be nice, but... <laughs> do, you, do you reckon you'd hear it go? Like the... <laughs> Someone um, having Cocoa Pops out there? Nah, it's just Dad breathing in, breathing out. <laughs> um, yeah, it's too, it's too early. Oh, I, be, I mean, it's not going to be anyone's fault, obviously, but... Um, Especially not the people who killed themselves with them. Um, imagine putting something in your mouth and there's a fucking lithium battery right near it. It's crazy. <laughs> we, they used to yell at us for licking the tops of those square batteries for fun. I don't know if a lithium battery's in it. I don't know what's in it. It's like Jägermeister. Just leave it magical, you know? <laughs> You're not meant to look into everything. Just enjoy oh, life man. while you have it. Well, this particular Enang just started <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Smoking all by itself. I didn't do anything. Oh. It did it itself. That's real children's defence, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the vase fell off the mantle all by itself. I didn't touch it. Bullshit. The, um, the flight had to return to Keflavik after the crew put the thing in its Tupperware and just ran it up the front, left it there. So, you know, still got e-cigarettes on planes. <laughs> um, December 2021. Sorry, mate. One sec. Yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking, mate? What am I drinking? Yes. Um, are you glad I asked? Yeah. A delicious, refreshing, non-alcoholic beer. Heaps normal. <laughs> <laughs> Heapsnormal.com, duty free at checkout. Not the same live, is it? No. Nah. Um, yeah, I've got so to play you- this, but it's not fun. If you cast your mind back, though, to December... <laughs> December 2021. Mm. Uh, looking at Billen, Denmark to Tuzla in Bosnia Herzegovina. I did a bit of reading about Tuzla, and uh, I started with, of course, notable people from there. Big list. I don't know one. <laughs> There's even an Australian model on the list. Wow. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Um, Andreja Pajic. But then I, I couldn't tell you more than about four models ever, and one of them's you. So. <laughs> Got a low bar for modelling. Yeah. Um, in the air, this plane got diverted. There was too much fog in Tuzla, and as it got di- so it got diverted to Belgrade, Serbia. Sure, it was fog, just more vape. <laughs> that That's strawberry still... fog is fucking killing us. We're, <laughs> we're going to Belgrade, Serbia. Sorry, everyone. Sick. We're going to land in the neighbourhood. You you're going to the heartland of your sworn enemy. <laughs> Sucked in all of you. Um, <laughs> Danish national, uh, Sulejman Imamovic, classic Danish name, uh, <laughs> did not want to get off in Serbia. He was dead against it. He's old enough to remember what Slobodan was up to. He, um, he went absolutely spare, this bloke. And I've, from what we've all learned in the movies, bad guys from that neck of the woods are quite partial to holding a grudge mm. and following it up with some brutal torture techniques. But um, <laughs> Sulejman, which incidentally translates as man of peace, so... <laughs> He uh, started screaming top of his lungs and the other passengers and the crew. He also spat at the crew, swore at them and said he'd bring the plane down. Don't care if I die, I'm killing everyone. Started abusing the cabin crew by name. Wow. How do you like that? Name badges, a- bad idea. I don't like it anywhere, restaurants, shops or anything. You don't want them knowing you. Well, we had home. a few fun ones today, didn't we? Oh. On our flight down here. Talia. Talia? Talia. Talia, but there was about nine letters in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bought all the vowels. Oh, fuck. 
I've had no, I've had jobs where I've had to have a name badge. It really is the last kick in the teeth. But when you get the uniform, it's a fucking that extra bit of taking that extra little shard of dignity off you. You got to display <laughs> your stupid fucking name to everyone. <laughs> no good. When That's did you have a uniform bottle shop? Uh. Oh, no, I worked at McDonald's when I was a kid. Oh, that's right. I had a couple of like restaurant jobs. You have to have a name badge. Yeah. It's no good. They say it's for conviviality. It's for accountability. <laughs> I just, they want people to be able to complain about you later, as I learned. <laughs> not the guy. Not the average-looking guy. It could be anyone. It's the one with that fucking name badge on. Um, he threatened to kill one of them, um, kill them one by one by name. Um, he ran toward the door trying to ram it open. And he got pinned down. Thankfully, there were some other men on board from the region who had no qualms taken over and pinning the man of peace <laughs> to a seat. Um, plane landed in Belgrade and uh, he got Ronnie Coleman. Oh. And by that I mean he got bashed and cuffed. Status um, arrested. He was charged with inciting hatred on a national, ethnic and religious basis. Fucking hell. There are videos, but the quality's very poor. No one wanted to get caught filming him because he would have fucking bashed them. Um, <laughs> plus, no, no good sound bites because it's just gobbledygook and it's not English. Um, <laughs> so I, I, had a, I had a sticky beak at, at Facebook. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Sorry. Not the one I meant. But you better understand English <laughs> in about five seconds. If you don't, I am going to fuck you up. Yeah. I had a look at Facebook to try and find Sulishman. Uh, he seems like a Facebook kind of guy. So had a still shot from the plane footage. I found a bunch of them, but uh, none him, except one whose photo is a Bosnian flag, and I think that might be him. But he's, and <laughs> his only post is uh, that he loves Fortnite, which is a video game. Yeah, of course. Um, Again, for the man of peace. Is yeah. It, yeah, it's a violent game. Yeah, He'd call it a game. As a lot of game, like people call it games and gaming, just try and chuck, that's what it take is. Take the word video off that and try to fool people like me that you're doing something that's for grown ups. It's fucking video games. That's but, it. Oh, Jesus Christ, you are old. Now, yeah. do you really need video before video game? It's just an attempt to downplay the immaturity. That's why you've got to get oh. up pretty fucking early to fool this guy, and yeah. you're not just going to take video out of the name of something and get oh. me. Didn't oh, come sorry. down the last fucking No, 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 mate. this bloke's fine. He's playing Jenga like an elder statesman. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? They're all a waste of time. Who gives a fuck if you're playing Well, Uno clearly they do because they've changed the fucking name. <laughs> Just tell That's me what it game. is. That's all a game. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Lost me so, voice. I need a vape. This can... <laughs> Popcorn lungs kicked in. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I don't think I can, it might not be this guy, he's probably dead to be honest, I don't fart about with court proceedings over there. I've never heard of a, bon, a Bosnian, um, like a, a court, like an appeal process. <laughs> Hard to appeal your sentence when you're underground, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so another case, but these are all very recent. Wiz is on an absolute tear in the last year or so. Gatwick to Chania. You know, you know what I don't like about it? It's the, it's the. The colour that they use for the airline, it's this purple. It's just childish. For what? For their airline. It's not a oh, regal colour. Yeah, color. no. Yeah. It's, it's a like purple. A, yeah. It's like a kid's discovered Photoshop. And yeah. That's the first thing. They've let a five-year-old design the You have car. a go. It's not great. Yeah. It's a, it's a bad-looking plane. I wouldn't get on. <laughs> um, Gatwick to Chenya, Crete, birthplace of Nana Mascuri, no less. May 10, 2022. Fresh. 
6 p.m. departure. Two South London fellas in their 30s. Oh, yeah. Good combo. Going from, they're going from London to Crete and they got maggot before the <laughs> flight. Of course. They were joined, as you know, on the flight by a third man who had a fresh litre of duty-free vodka needed a drink and better do it now, might go off. <laughs> <laughs> so That shitty vodka, oh. if it freezes at altitude, not even in a freezer, oh, yeah. you just bring it off the plane <laughs> and you go, this is fucking hard. It can't, can it? Is there a, it can't be one. Um, It'd be cheap enough vodka doing that. They, uh, the lads, they got on board and one of them sat in someone else's seat. Bad start. Mm. This is actually the it's worst thing I've heard all episode. Mm. Sit in your fucking seat. There's a number and a letter. Well, Follow the rules. Passenger came up and said, I think you're in my seat. To which John Doe replied, four words. What do you reckon they were? Um, You'll get this. Oh, hold on. No, no, no. I really want it. Fuck off, you cunt. Yes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Felt uh, like one of those nerds in like a, a, the National Spelling Bee when they show it yeah, on yeah. ESPN. Like, y- y- yep. How many were? Four. Mm. <laughs> F- uh, get fucked. No. Uh, what are you looking at? You No, no. <laughs> get fucked, you cunt. <laughs> um, the, uh, by the way, I do feel we're going to need some sort of religious leader to clean this the juju in this room out before a wedding tomorrow. Before a wedding, you can't, yeah, it's not great. Within 24 hours, get married. I mean, the, the sound is strange. I hope for the listeners at home it's not too echoey, but it is a bit weird in here with our – oh, it's a massive crowd. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> the venue is even bigger than the yeah. crowd, if you can believe that. Um, the lads, three of them now, they smoke cigarettes and vapes on the plane, Sick. pissed everyone off, uh, intimidated the other passengers. The crew kept serving them, even after the other passengers – that, you know what, 123 episodes of this show, we've always pushed for if someone's drunk, just keep them, just get them more drunk, try and shut them down. Yeah. As soon as you cut them off, that's when they've got time to think, well, I, I should fucking bash this person. Yeah. But if their hands are full, they're drinking. I think there's a, there's a few other factors. Like you've got to be not too much of a fuckhead to put that policy into place. These guys, it didn't work out this time. Um, <laughs> The lads were saying they'd been drinking since 10 a.m. Still got served. It was 6 p.m. departure. Got told upon landing that they'd be escorted off by police. And that's when they thought, oh, well, might as well start a big fight then. (laughs) Um, In for a penny, yeah. um, One of them, the biggest troublemaker, um, ended up having his status changed. But uh, there's a bit of audio from this too. Someone took some. Hard to hear that. Hard to hear that, but the kids are fighting as well. That's what God yeah. said. So there were some Great. kids there just jumping up, just opportunists. Yeah. I'll get in. It is free shot. I'd tell my sons to get involved in that. <laughs> They're not looking for you, boys. Start punching. Oh, man. there was. You can't get it from that. Obviously, plenty of punches thrown. Lots of people jumping over to get a hit in. Um, the pilot emerged from the cockpit to calm the situation down. Mm-hmm. Too, little, too late, I reckon. Oh, everyone sees, like, you know, it's old-fashioned. Everyone sees someone in a uniform thinks, oh, I better, you know, better behave yourself here. Not this time. He got a punch in the face. <laughs> That's for his troubles. The, the filth came on board and, and just Ronnie Coleman did. Um, <laughs> this guy, the main instigator, he was removed by force from the plane with his trousers around his ankles and blood all over him. 
He also dragged a couple of passengers with him in the aisles, just headlocked a couple on the way oh, out. Oh, great. I'm gone. These two are coming with me. I've, Pretty the, good. In primary school. <laughs> sorry, Conrad might have to beep the full name there, but he, um, this kid, he'd always get in trouble in my class. He was fucking hilarious. Just one of those proper naughty kids that it, nerds, the sporty kid, everyone would go, he's kicking off. Let's watch this. And once he got in trouble and they said, the vice principal's coming, Mr. Menzies. Big unit. Menzies grabbed his foot, went to drag him out of the classroom and just held on to the legs of two tables. Oh, yeah. And just everything fell off. They couldn't get the tables out the door. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was real good. Like Same bloke that got out of that and then ran onto the oval and was just dodging teachers. Great. It was like state of origin. It sounded like the cauldron. Oh, Everyone yeah. at Glen Devon Primary School was, come on. Yeah. <laughs> So can you see a streaker and those blokes are committed to chase, you've got to get him then. Like once you start chasing someone like that, yeah. did he get him, bash him? What, the principal? Yeah. No, 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 they all got tuckered out. He, he sort of handed himself in, he got bored. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do if you get attacked by crocodiles, grab a tree, hold on. They wear <laughs> themselves out, same thing, so. <laughs> Don't let them take you to the water, you fucked. Um... <laughs> So, uh, just love the idea of a croc with both of your legs in its mouth. You go, if it's I happened. if I let go of this tree, I'm in big trouble. Yeah, <laughs> never let go. They'll wear themselves out. You can you can hold on for hours. Just stay there. It's happened. It's happened a bunch. Dudes just hold on. Yeah. What about the bite? Oh, it's going to be incredibly painful. It's better than getting taken in the water. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah. Um, by the way, though, I've, I quite like the idea of an opportunist just running in and dacking this guy, like in the fight. Oh, like he's, yeah. he's got his trousers down, his ankles getting arrested. <laughs> pretty good. Um, plane had to be cleaned of all the blood before it could begin its next trip. The passengers, they all had to give statements. So a lot of them just missed their transfers and stuff and we didn't care. Um, so yeah, the way things are going with pilots, you might as well just, you know, like in ice hockey, they just employ an enforcer who can't even play just to bash yeah. people. Go, go get the easiest best player, just bash him, like Terry Lamb did in the 1988 final against Ellery Hanley. Just bash him, get him out <laughs> yeah. of the game. Yeah, of course. Pilots, like the planes fly themselves, just get but a I, fucking massive dude I, who can bash. I haven't watched ice hockey in a while, but they should. I know ice hockey rules is the, the fight continues until someone drops a knee. So you can just keep punching, but as soon as the knee goes down, stop the fight. Okay. Everyone gets around and watches it. Does anyone just, just keep going rule? after that? Just, no. No loose cannons just going to cut this guy's fucking nose off with my skate. No. He's on the ground. <laughs> I'm annoyed. No. So it's all just for show, isn't it? It's, like that, it's not rock and roll I'm wrestling. I'm so happy there's no ice in Queensland. Well, not the type <laughs> you skate on. Poor. Um, anyway, I, uh, so another incident. We better move on, mate. We're going to run out of time. Uh, if you can cast your mind back to July 20, 2017, um, a bloke on a flight from Poland to Luton got up and changed seats 30 minutes before landing to sit next to a woman in the exit row. Then all of a sudden he's lunged across her and tried to open the door. Oh. If you, I mean, if you can get your head around the impossibility of that, you can all just sit back and have a laugh. <laughs> um, he'll wear himself out, just, you know. The articles I read said he was restrained in inverted commas by the crew and some other passengers, which just means bashed. Yeah. Um, a bit of bashed wink wink in the journalism over there. Um, 
anyone like to have a kick while we're here, that sort of thing. A few blokes not happy with their lives were sitting behind and they just came over the top. Oh, yeah. There you go. It would I'd, be nice. I've, had, I've got two kids that don't sleep really well. Mm. If anyone steps up even early on the flight home, I'll just bash them. That's so I'm trying to save everyone. Oh yeah, I mean that's pretty but much I'll be anyone. Go to sleep, you fuck. I'll be saying stuff about my own family. Yeah, of course. That's it. Anyone fighting? It's not the actual guy you're bashing. Just eat is your it? fucking is broccoli, it? you fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, three big Polish dudes jumped over and wrestled him to the ground, sat on him, got the demonstration seatbelts, tied him up, um, <laughs> oh, made it into a show. Yeah. Passed us some gear down. Yeah. Yeah, great. In Luton, when they got there, he had his status changed and oh. uh, went directly to jail. And then... Status arrested. Yeah. And after that, straight to hospital. Not his fault, was it? Oh, jail um, first. Yeah, jail first. And then they go, no, he's... You know, this guy's Hospital's a better place for this guy. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on, mate. In uh, November 2015... Book arrest, Romania to Oslo, Norway. 43-year-old Romanian man who lived in Norway uh, tried to open two emergency doors. Oh. Um, if you can't get one open, you're not going to fucking do the other one. Um, then, he, then he ran down the aisle and tried to kick down the cockpit door. <laughs> Living in the past there, buddy. You reckon um, you got clapped in like a fast bowler on a hat-trick? Yeah. Go on, he started row 30. Bit of Hulk Hogan. Full sprint down. Yeah. Come on, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It opens out, would you, silly it's, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two passengers unhappy with their lives saw an opportunity <laughs> to bash some bloke, so oh. they did. <laughs> to a pub. Oh, and fuck. The, Wouldn't you love an aisle seat that day just to pop the foot out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the flight got diverted to Malmo, Sweden, where the Kvinliga... Uh, Crop inspectora, which is Swedish for what? <laughs> Something inspector. The what inspectors? Hold on, what's the word again? Pretending Fuck like I know man. Swedish. Hmm. So you're not going to be Kvinliga crop inspectora. I don't know. Airplane inspectors. Female body inspectors. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> Let's do it. They got. <laughs> they got on and changed his status fairly immediately. They, then they said. Status. Arrested. I'm on here. Then they said there is no indication that this incident was terror-related. So read into that what you want. Yeah. Um, Can't be fucked with the paperwork. Well, no, I just think he's white. So. Oh. <laughs> um, and they get, this. The, they get the Julux paint sample out. Yeah, hold on. Nah. It's not terror. This guy's yeah. just having a bad day. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Nah, that's mental illness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this one hates freedom. That's yeah. Yeah. Cop, cop <laughs> this for for a bit of bad luck. When they're in Malmo, they dragged another unrelated bloke off the plane for being drunk. See you, buddy. That is bad <laughs> luck. That is such bad luck. Imagine being maggot and thinking, oh, I'm gotten away with this. <laughs> I'm gonna get there. I'll just behave myself. And they go, Nah, we're diverting for something else. But you're out of here. Piss off. Oh. You're going to Sweden. That is, that's not good. How drunk are you where you get lumped in with that? Yeah, pretty, but, but I mean, he's, I don't know what he's, it, don't, no mention yeah. of what he's done. They just said another bloke's drunk, we'll kick another off while we're here. Yeah. Another spare seat, go to Oslo. <laughs> um, this mobilised the tabloid reading English comment makers. Uh, lots of calls to weaponise the crew. 
Oh, yeah, great. I don't know if Wiz or any airline crew should have weapons, really. Ban people for life, stop selling alcohol, this sort of thing. Retired old guy from Glasgow said, see, not just flights from Glasgow, is it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Vic from Hertfordshire said, if I was on a plane and someone did this, I'd try and kill him. <laughs> why, this, why should anyone take a chance? There was kids on that flight. So, oh, wow. Was there? Does he have the manifest? How's he know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, Bogans fucking love kids. Yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> they bash them, but they also... <laughs> because they love them. ...fucking love them. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, we... Oh, no, we're all right. Time for another one. Um, <laughs> this is... Wiz is busy, man. Last couple <laughs> of years, Wiz is having a go. 2020, January 18. Yeah. Catalyst Poland to Bristol, UK. Polish bloke who lives in Cardiff, Thomas Gabor. This is the first name we've got, I think. Oh, no, two names we had. Um, they just kill him with John Doe's. Uh, he sat down and had a cordial chat to the man next to him, Adam Swarovski. Then he cracked open his two-litre bottle of vodka and drank steadily from it. Oh, that is – that's a Two litres. That's Flag. a big bottle. Flagon. <laughs> oh, vodka. He needs um, a hand. Sorry, mate, you're going to have to move over in your seat a bit. I'm yeah. going to get my arm up. That's a big <laughs> – you can't drink that straight ahead. That'll hit the seat in front of you, I assume, mm. on a whiz plane. Yeah. That's out in the <laughs> aisle maybe. Um, two, over two hours in, plane was descending when Thomas turned to Adam without warning, just punched him in the face. <laughs> Busted his nose. And then Adam – he just had to sit there next to Thomas because evidently the stay in your seats with your seatbelts on directive trumps a bloke just punched me in the fucking face. Oh. I'm moving. What do you mean? Um, Krug- rules are rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rule follower there. Um, what do you think the crew gave Adam? Another two-loader bottle? No, nah, a tissue. Oh, wow. No, Adam was a victim. Yeah. Let's go, there's a tissue, mate. Shut your face. Oh, I just thought they'd try and even That's up the it. ledger a bit. You drink some of this and you get a go. No. <laughs> Why? Just a, just a, just a, just a, a tissue. tissue. It's probably a single ply. There you go. Fuck. It's whiz, mate. Um, upon landing, Thomas got taken away by the filth. Bing, bang, boom. Two months in the slammer. Bang. Very well deserved. Um, anyway, that, that's pretty much it for whiz incidents. But on a lighter note, uh, in February – 2022. You remember, remember there was a pro-Ukraine movement here, especially which Melbourne types championed, uh, <laughs> despite never hearing of the joint. Um, <laughs> Wiz Air, they gave out 100,000 free tickets for refugees. Oh, that is. <laughs> I reckon though, it takes off from Kiev. They go, a bit of trouble. Sorry, guys, we've got to go to St. Petersburg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. You know, Joseph's totally redeemed himself there from being a greedy little turd who rips everyone off. Maybe his wife, Boca Jr., got a message of giving through to her greedy little CEO fucking husband. Yeah. The uh, give to, to give is to feel good or whatever. Her- Do you reckon he's just said that? It's just an arbitrary number, he said there, 100,000 flights. Well, he doesn't mean it and they're not. Well, I mean, it's just empty planes sitting there anyway. He probably didn't do it. Like a lot of you can just say you're donating, you can pledge money apparently yeah. without doing it. 
heard yeah. that recently. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm pledging $7 million dollars to charity. I'm not going to do it. I shaved all my hair off for charity, but they don't know. It's just Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, we've got to wind up. These people got lives to live. Before we go, though, <laughs> we've got some – we got oh, we got merch. we got t-shirts oh, actually we sure we got, do. that's the last of its kind there right in front What's of your that? computer that oh AJ this and, one edge Aiden large oh the large yeah yep completely out large gone there Fresh is one large edge Aiden left really turns into Danos direct at the end here we're not really weren't we going to do something with it no just sell it well we're just selling t-shirts if you want a t-shirt thirty bucks over there could auction this though anyone in the we should auction the last large air jade and the proceeds are going to more chilly. <laughs> down at our hotel later Not on. at the Black Buffalo. Pete, fuck it, he's rolled it. Oh, They've shut down. Yeah, Pete's pillaged it. It's, it's finished. It's ruined. <laughs> it's been rendered useless forever now. The Bandito's sad. Old. Um, but no, we have chilly. got, I don't know if some, some of you people might be, appreciate any, any patrons who are supporting us because they're the ones who managed to keep this thing going. Um, we've asked them to, to abuse the non-patrons. Again, a little Christmas in July they've had and they have fucking gotten quite personal on this, a lot of them. Yeah, if you're a new listener to the show, uh, Christmas each year we give away an episode of the Land Larrikins, the spin-off pod we do on Patreon and we let the Patreon subscribers, and I reckon too if you've bought a ticket to the live show, Mm. That's supporting, right? You should be able to send it. Send in a nice little Absolutely. note. Absolutely, just yeah. Send so us the people email. that have done fuck all, you can <laughs> go on. And when it started, it was people like, well, I think you should support these boys. Oh. And now it is calling out full names. Yep. <laughs> Some well, horrendous stuff afterwards. We'll we'll finish up. We're reading a few of them actually, if that's okay with you guys. Um, Angus has said, "Oi, fuck sticks." I've Good got to start. warn you too that the you know there is going to be some language here. If that's, <laughs> that's not your thing, you might want to cover your ears. Um, Oi, fuck sticks! Stop being the degenerate consumers you are for once in your life and give back to your community, especially Kane and Kyle, you penny pinching cunts. <laughs> got Andrew here. Oh God, again, just he's gone. Just one bloke, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I know you think you're pretty clever signing up for one month, binging all the episodes and then cancelling, but it's that sort of low-end behaviour that means Cody will have to become a children's author and Heggy will have to keep chasing welfare from the ABC, courtesy of Mr and Mrs T Payer. Sort yourself out, you freeloading bald fuck. (laughs) Sorry, bald Ben. All right. Um, Kelly has said, just a word to Karina. With your new upcoming job, I reckon the lower stress might mean you can sling Heggy and Cody a couple of bucks. Folks in the arts, supporting folks in the arts and all that. To all the freeloaders who can afford to help though, these two top Aussie dads just trying to make a living but who refuse to help a battler out, TM, either take a swim with Holt or chip in your povos. It is fun. As someone on bre- breakfast radio, shout out, shout outs are normally, hey, Dad, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. This is the opposite. Oi, yeah, can you fucking piece of shit? <laughs> I'll bash you. Well, this is from James. Shout out to Nath Bag. Oh, he's trouble. Yeah. Who, despite not having coughed for a haircut in 20 years, this cultural appropriating dreadlocked motherfucker still can't seem to front up a few dollary dues <laughs> to support the lads, preferring instead to spend his hard-earned on copious amounts of Guinness and rum. What a larrikin. I actually don't mind Nathbag there. He's done all right. Oh, I don't know. You be you, Nathbag. 
Oh man, I've got to say, white guy with dreadlocks, you want to be a fucking good bloke. Yeah. Like this. Well, Guinness and rum would probably suggest otherwise. Yeah. That is a <laughs> crude combination. Only, only two more and we're out of here. Uh, Jared, there are like 10 cunts I know who <laughs> religiously listen to this podcast and have never contributed a fucking cent to it. Walsh, Yori, Duck, Lev and Shad. For the love of fuck, cough it up, you pack of freeloading communist shit bags. <laughs> fuck sake. <laughs> God. So last one. Oh, this is from Emily. <laughs> you cheap motherfuckers. I love this. This is like a wrestling promo. You cheap motherfuckers. I'm American. I only get half the goddamn references these dudes make and I still manage to throw them a few bucks every month. Stop being stupid fucking little assholes and get on board. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Anyway, the people have spoken. Um, <laughs> guys, we're, we're doing a stand-up show in about an hour here. If any of you want to come along to that, we'll be, we'll be both doing sets along with a bunch of local acts who are all fucking pretty good. Um, please give it up, though, for Nick Cody. This afternoon. Thank you very much for having us. One more time for Luke Heggie. Thanks for coming, Legends. We'll see you in a sec. Stay Bye. Out. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggie, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 